With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This edition of Ag Life is presented by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Here is Bob Quinn. Good morning, Valley. This is Ag Life. My name is Bob Quinn with you for the next hour, talking about agricultural production here in the Valley and all across the country. Well, friends, some new equity action plans have been released by federal agencies, including the USDA. Gary Crawford starts us off this morning. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear that I will faithfully help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. On his first day in office, January 20th, 2021, President Biden signed an executive order on advancing racial equality and support for underserved communities. That order directing government agencies to advance equality and racial justice throughout our federal policies and all our institutions. And directing agencies to create action plans to do that. And last week, the president told a special equity discussion at the White House. Today, I'm proud to report that more than 90 federal agencies, including every cabinet department, are releasing more than 300 concrete and intentional actions to address systematic barriers to prosperity, equality, opportunity and dignity everywhere. Among those agencies, the U.S. Department of Agriculture. I think we're all well aware of the history of USDA, which for far too long continued to be one of discrimination, disinvestment, exclusion, and denied opportunity. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack told the White House discussion that efforts to right those wrongs began years ago. Efforts were undertaken during the Obama-Biden administration to write a new history for USDA, but President Biden's executive order allows us to Uh, continue that effort and to engage in a deeper uh, and more comprehensive effort. It began with the creation of a USDA Equity Commission. Co-chaired by Dr. Jewel Bernal, uh, the first African-American deputy at the United States Department of Agriculture, and Arturo Rodriguez, former president of the United Farm Workers Union. 15-member commission taking a, a very specific and very deep dive look at USDA in an effort to try to determine what systemic barriers still exist with reference to our programs and the availability of those programs and to make recommendations to root out uh, those systemic barriers that do exist. And we look forward to the recommendations from that commission uh, coming this year. Meanwhile, though, Vilsack said apart from the commission's work, the 20 mission areas of his department have identified 525 specific actions that we intend to hold ourselves accountable in order to advance equity at USDA. Vilsack said those actions, plus the work of that special equity commission, will create a culture at USDA that puts equity in front of everything we do. This is Gary Crawford reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Well, friends, the oil market is fluctuating from day to day, and so are prices at the gas pump. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, coming up. Also, USDA is making some changes to their WASD report, the World Ag Supply and Demand Estimates. That story also ahead on today's edition of Ag Life. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news. A look at oil markets this morning. Patrick DeHaan with Gas Buddy says it's been a volatile month. Thanks to a host of international issues, he noted that oil prices have dropped to around $93 a barrel last week, only to rocket back up to $108 early this week. DeHaan says that while oil prices are moving higher, gasoline and diesel prices continue to decrease. He adds it may take a little bit of time for prices to move higher because of the lag not only in the upside but the downside and what we see at the local pump. There's a little bit more margin stations have right now because of how high prices go before they started to recede and that gives stations uh, some time to slowly uh, push discounts to the retail level and that's why uh, even though oil prices are up considerably from a week ago there's still enough padding so to speak that stations don't have to send those higher prices along just yet. Dahan pointed out that if oil prices continue to advance the price you pay at the pump 
may eventually move higher. When it comes to the question of pump prices into the future, especially with the warmer weather and summer months not too far down the road, DeHaan says it's very hard to predict what consumers may face. He says a host of headlines are causing the current volatility, making it difficult to see over just a couple of weeks. The European Union, for example, continues to mull over additional sanctions on Russia's oil and gas sector, which could boost prices significantly. Uh, But from what I uh, understand, sources have said that the EU uh, is waiting uh, to implement sanctions until after the French election. So there could be further price implications down the road. Patrick DeHaan with Gas Buddy joining us this morning. Well, friends, the USDA is leading a new effort to change the way federal agencies partner with rural America to create more economic opportunities. Justin Maxson is the USDA's Deputy Undersecretary for Rural Development. USDA-led Rural Partners Network is a new program designed to help communities get across the resources they need to create jobs, build infrastructure, and support long-term economic stability. We need to make sure that rural communities, especially those that have been overlooked, can access the resources that make sense for them based on their priority. That's what the network is all about. In a new whole-of-government effort that's led by USDA to transform the way federal agencies are partners in rural communities to create economic opportunity. He says the rural network will be implemented in two ways. First, through a team of federal staff who will be placed in selected a community. The staff will be about mapping out federal resources and connecting the dots to other partners in the region. That's state partners, other federal partners, and philanthropic partners who can help fill the gaps and the resources that the federal government can also provide. This on-the-ground staff will help communities navigate attempting to find the right federal programs based on their interests and their needs. They'll help support strong and competitive applications, and they'll help build the capacity of the local partners in their community economic development effort. Each state will get approximately three to five staff, and those staff will work hand-in-hand with a set of selected communities in each of the The rural network has uh, also been support uh, from the USDA staff in Washington, D.C. Secondly, there's a set of federal agencies that will be supporting a broader strategy aimed at making it easier for all rural communities to access a broader range of federal programs and tools and staff. These are staff who will be in the headquarters and have mission aimed at supporting their agencies in rural communities. Each agency will have a lead who will work together as part of a broader coordinating table across departments. That staff, whose job will be to support the um, place-based staff, engage in support of all rural communities. They'll coordinate rural strategy within their departments and aim at smarter collaboration across departments around rural development concerns. He says the rural network will get launched in five states, Kentucky, Georgia, Mississippi, New Mexico, and Arizona. Well, the U.S. Department of Agriculture is making some changes in the World Ag Supply and Demand Estimates, or WASDE, report. One of the changes will be the sugar table, but there's no need to worry. Robert Johansson, Associate Director of Economics and Policy Analysis for the American Sugar Alliance, says the new table will take out the line known as other. And split that into its component pieces, which is Mexico and high-tier imports. So um, the actual number of lines will actually not change. Uh, You're losing one line and adding one line, but ultimately all that information had been there earlier, they're just going to make it clearer and um, um, specify that here's the amount that we expect from Mexico and here's the amount we expect from high tier. Johansson says the change by the USDA is primarily to make tables easier to use. Some farm news this morning. You're listening to Ag Life. This is Dairy Radio Now with Bill Baker. It's time for our Feed Forum Friday with Dr. Mike Hutchins, Professor Emeritus from the University of Illinois. Brought to you by FeedWorks USA, supplier of Agolin Ruminant, the only feed additive certified to improve feed efficiency and reduce enteric methane. Learn more at theagolinstory.com. Welcome to today's Feed Forum, and our topic is the impact of the Ukraine-Russian in terms on dairy farms here in the U.S. We're well aware of the activity that's going on over there in Ukraine and Russia, but one thing to think about is the export market. Realizing that Ukraine exports about 17% of the corn in the world at this point, the U.S. exports about 30% of their corn. On the wheat side of the equation, Ukraine exports 12% of the wheat, and Russia exports about 17% of the wheat. And, of course, we've had a fairly low wheat yield last year in the United States because of the drought stress. 
So certainly there's going to be great competitions for some of these feedstocks for both livestock and for human consumption as well. Another factor, of course, is the cost of grains and feeds go up. We're well aware of that. It was happening even before the activity there. And so we see our corn silage is going up from, say, 35 to $65 a ton. Corn is up to $7.50 a bushel, a really high number there. Soybean meal approaching $500 a ton. Uh, some of the inert fat products have doubled in cost as hot as $2,000 a ton here. And, of course, some of the bypass proteins follow the soybean meal lead as well. So certainly we were looking at 13 per pound of dry matter. Uh, we just reworked our budgets bill, and now we're looking at 16 cents per pound of dry matter, and that's a significant increase. Uh, when you think uh, 3 cents per pound of dry matter and the average cow eats 50 pounds of dry matter, that's an extra dollar and a half. Another question, of course, is with the planting intentions, and we've heard a little bit about that. We'll know more once the cedars get in the field. But corn looks like acreage is going to drop about 4%. Soybean acreage is going to go up 4%. Some of that has to do with the cost of fertilizer and investment costs. Cotton is going to go up 9%, which may have some impact on fuzzy cotton seed prices. And wheat also going to go up a little bit in production here. Uh, the latest figure I saw was 9%. That includes winter wheat and uh, the spring wheats as well. So uh, what are some of the strategies here our farmers are going to look at? Well, first of all, because of these higher feed costs, the, the break-even price, in other words, how much milk do I need to cover all my costs on the farm, that is up to about 48 pounds of milk. And several years ago, it was down around 25 pounds. And the cost of keeping that cow on the farm has increased as well. Some of that, of course, is due to fuel costs, feed costs, and energy costs on the farm. Forage quality is going to be a real factor. First, we can probably feed more of it if it's high quality and maintain our high levels of milk production here as well in the feeding program. So our take-home messages are that certainly milk prices are looking quite favorable right now, reaching $24 a hundred for Holstein milk. Jersey milk is going over $30 a hundred here. Feed prices are going to remain high. It looks like the cost is going to be somewhere around $10 feed cost per cow per day. So you can see that really squeezes the margin a little bit. And the real key here is going to be forages. And we're coming right into the forage season right now. Well, that completes our program for today. Thanks. Have a great one. Thank you, Mike. That's Dr. Mike Hutchins, Professor Emeritus from the University of Illinois. Feed Forum Friday brought to you by FeedWorks USA, supplier of Agolin Ruminant, the only feed additive certified to improve feed efficiency and reduce enteric methane. Learn more at theagolinstory.com. People will say dairy farmers should help the planet. We say help yourself first. Introducing Agolin Ruminant from Feedworks USA, the first and only product certified to improve feed efficiency while reducing enteric methane. Research shows a gain of 50 cents to more than 70 cents per cow per day for the cost of about a nickel per day. That's a return on investment of up to 14 to 1. Proven profits for you while having a positive impact on the environment. It's a win-win. More than 1.5 million dairy cows worldwide are fed Agolin Ruminant. Learn more at theagolinstory.com. Dairy Radio Now, also brought to you by Clarifly Larvicide, where you get more than just a fly control product. You get more expertise and control to prevent the emergence of flies from the manure of treated cattle. Contact your local feed dealer or visit centralflycontrol.com to learn more. Well, the dairy industry got a boatload of market-driving information this past week. Another big drop in the GDT insight into where U.S. milk production is headed in the March milk production report, and also the drop in Chinese dairy imports in March. High Ground Dairy's Lucas Feast talking all about it with Lee Milky on Monday. I'm Bill Baker, Dairy Radio Now. It's another Ag News Update. White House rolling out the Rural Partners Network. What is it? More after this. United Ag is one of the largest association health plans to offer health care benefits for the agricultural industry. Their mission is to bring innovative health care solutions to agriculture by meeting their members' employee benefit needs. Join today and take advantage of the premier benefits offered by United Ag. United Ag is committed to contributing to a strong and healthy ag industry. For more information or to join, visit www.unitedag.org. Steph Feldman is with the White House Domestic Policy Council. First, we are placing staff in rural communities to work with rural communities. That's rural leaders that are not just the elected officials, but also business leaders, local economic development officials, 
uh, other leaders in the community to identify community needs to grow the economy and then help the staff will then help those community leaders navigate the federal government to figure out how to access resources, how to get dollars on the ground for economic development needs. So it might be that uh, they have to piece together, for example, some funding from USDA and the Department of Energy uh, for a clean for a clean energy project uh, in the community to grow the economy. And that's exactly the type of navigation help that the staffer on the ground will provide. In addition, the staffer will be responsible for reporting back to DC what they learn on the ground about unmet needs, about barriers that are just making it too hard for rural communities to access federal dollars. And we will use that information to make policy changes that will benefit all rural communities so it's going to be in policy that is better because it is informed by rural communities. With another Ag News update, I'm Tony St. James. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association is the definitive voice of cattle producers in our nation's capital. NCBA is working on behalf of its members to protect your operation from government overreach and rising taxes. But the cattle business is under pressure, and we need every producer to join us to protect our way of life. Join NCBA today and help us protect the future of your farmer ranch. Visit ncba.org or call 866-233-3872 for more information. American Cattle News. What's happening in the markets this week? And should we be optimistic? More after this. United Ag is one of the largest association health plans to offer health care benefits for the agricultural industry. Their mission is to bring innovative health care solutions to agriculture by meeting their members' employee benefit needs. Join today and take advantage of the premier benefits offered by United Ag. United Ag is committed to contributing to a strong and healthy ag industry. For more information or to join, visit www.unitedag.org. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you look at just the cash side of the equation, cattle, the five-day, five-area early indication was that it was up around to about 140.5 and about 138.5. So gained a couple bucks on the week. In that particular you know, category, as for cash in the north, sold anywhere from about two to three bucks higher than the previous week. And for live cattle traded in the south, basically around a buck higher. So cash, you know, firm. And that's, uh, that's a good sign for the market. Bob Mowers with Manduka Trading in Chicago. In terms of export sales, a bit of a something for everything. As of the weekend, April 7, export sales came in at about 17,300-ish 17, 17, metric tons, up from just shy of 14 the previous week, but below the four-week average of 21. So week-on-week week good, based on the four-year, four-month, four-week, sorry, average, a little bit weak. Cumulative sales so far for 2022 have reached about 501,000 metric tons, up from 475 last year. So... Pick your poison on which one you want there. Pick your level. Could be bullish or bearish depending on what time frame you're looking at. But I think net-net, I think the book of that looks pretty good for the moment. Slaughter was up last week, 498,000 head up from 495 the previous week and 459 a year ago. So we're moving product along pretty good. I think at the moment the market looks decent in terms of the live cattle for just kind of holding a range, pretty wide range, shall we say, from 131 to 139. Feeder cattle are going to be more impacted by what's going on in the grains and the mode of the grains these days is rather bullish so we'll just have to keep a watch on that one if it could start holding up and not necessarily make new contract lows in the face of new moves to the upside for these grains i think that'll look good but it's uh, it's a wait and see at the moment i'm totally st james american cattle news I'm Katherine Townsend, host of the true crime podcast, Helen Gone. In October 2015, 18-year-old Ebby Stepwick vanished without a trace. And then the fact that they found her phone in her car, her wallet, her keys in her car, that right there tells me someone planned this. I'm back in Arkansas investigating what really happened to her. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, and it's easy to see why. 
Listen to Helen Gone on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The following advertisement is for serious truck buyers only. Clovis Autoplex introduces you to badass trucks. That's right. No Priuses, Civics, or Subarus. Just lifted 4x4s, lowered crew cabs, and custom regular cabs. Trucks for on the job, pulling your toy hauler, or just showing off. This is the Valley's only selection of badass trucks. Half, three-quarter, and one-tons. Power Strokes, Duramax, and Cummins Diesels. Clovis Autoplex has them all. So, if you're ready for a little excitement and looking for something better than normal, get to Clovis Autoplex at Herndon and Minnewawa. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents. And Doug. Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. <laughs> it really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. Here's NFL legend Terry Bradshaw. This is it, your last chance to win big money from Publishers Clearinghouse. There are just days left to enter to win. $7,000 a week for life on April 30th. Yep, you gotta enter at pch.com before it's too late. Real people really do win. And time's running out if you want to be next. It's your last chance to enter, people. Come on, let's go. Hurry, enter at pch.com. Seven grand a week. For life. Last chance. Enter now at pch.com. Entries due 428. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Controlling that number one pest in pistachios, Naval Orange Worm. I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with the California Tree Nut Report. David Haviland is a UCNR farm advisor in Kern County, specializes in etymology. He said mating disruption is really growing in use by growers to control navel orange worm. Yeah, you know, more more practical, of course, is, is mating disruption. And mating disruption absolutely has been determined to be uh, effective. Uh, routinely get 50 to 60% reduction in damage. Uh, larger acreage, you know, tends to get more. You tend to be more in the 50% reduction in damage range if you're uh, in, in the 40-acre range. But it's being adopted widely within the state. Uh, growers have had good results with it. Haviland said there's four different products available on the market for mating disruption. That are either aerosols or mesos, and, you know, they're, they're all effective. Growers are encouraged to shop around, find which one is most effective for them or fits their program the best. Uh, and this is particularly important because we only really have two insecticides that are effective. Others like pyrethroids can help, but also have baggage in that they kill natural enemies. So, you know, main disruption is sort of the, the new sustainable, most sustainable part of an IPM program that it's relevant to growers, and they're, they're encouraged to take advantage of it. That's David Haviland, a UCANR farm advisor and entomologist in Kern County. Hey, I'm Rodeo Clown J.J. Harrison. Now, if you've ever seen me in the arena, you know I like to have fun, take chances. But I also take safety very seriously because rodeo clowning can be dangerous, but so can farming or ranching. Never assume location of depth of underground utilities or pipelines. Before you start work, always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com. It only takes a minute and it can save your life. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. Hello, I'm a spokesperson for Marathon Fungicide. It's an easy job because the results speak for themselves. Hear all those almonds being harvested? I mean, what's the point of me talking about advanced plant health benefits or longer-lasting disease protection when those yields are telling you everything you want to know? All I really need to say is get premium results with Marathon Fungicide from BASF. Oh, right, in the legal line. Ahem. Always read and follow label directions. For the Ag Information Network, this is Patrick Cavanaugh with the California Tree Nut Report. I never thought at the age of 35 I'd be living in a sandwich household. You know, where you're raising your children but your parents are aging and need your help too. I needed to find assistance and didn't even know where to begin. A friend told me to call the Fresno Madera Agency on Aging at 1-800-510-2020. They have an information and assistance department that can assist with referrals to various local agencies. I was referred to the Home Delivered Meal Program and various support groups offered by Valley Caregiver Resource Center. I am now a paid caregiver through the county's in-home supportive services program. I can finally breathe again. 
If you're in need of support and assistance, please call 1-800-510-2020 and request to be connected to the local Fresno Madera Agency on Aging. Call 1-800-510-2020 or visit fmaaa.org, fmaaa.org. Remember, you don't have to do this alone. You only have one body. So when it comes to keeping your skin healthy, accept only the best at Boswell Dermatology. Call Boswell Dermatology today at 559-439-3000. Boswell Dermatology, treating your skin with compassion and expertise. When it absolutely, positively has to be there, eh, whenever we can get it there. You don't need that. You need Right Now Couriers. If you're a local business shipping anywhere in the Central Valley, I'm talking Bakersfield to Modesto. Using a big name shipper, you're paying too much, and I bet you got delays. They got vehicles that can handle small packages to large freight. Call 559-222-7202. 222-7202. Or go to thequickest.com. Tell them Trevor Carey sent you. The roar has returned to WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. The world-class facility located in beautiful Monterey is back in business with the Hyundai Monterey Sports Car Championship. Don't miss the tough light racing action of the Hyundai Monterey Sports Car Championship April 29th through May 1st. Plenty of family fun and the kids zone. Register online to win your Hyundai Monterey Sports Car Championship tickets at PowerTalk967.com. That's PowerTalk967.com for your chance to win tickets. It's me, Boss Bunny. Word around town is, you think you have what it takes to beat me. Prove it at Table Mountain Casino. Play live in the dream and beat the Boss Bunny at Table Mountain Casino and win big. Visit tmcasino.com for rules. Join the Asian American faculty and staff at Fresno City College for Asian Fest, Saturday, April 30th. Celebrate Asian American culture and see the talents of community performers, martial artists, and cultural organizations. Colorful performances, exhibits, crafts, and of course, taste amazing food and enjoy the sake garden. Asian Fest delights with the Asian Cultural Village, anime car show, and more. A whirlwind of culture in one amazing day. Saturday, April 30th at Fresno City College campus. And it's free. For info, call 443-8688. Brought to you by iHeartMedia Communities. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Lowering gas prices, the Biden administration approving an emergency waiver for summertime sales of E15 ethanol, and that's a big deal, according to America's drivers suffering from pain at the pump. Chad Smith. Here to tell us more. Hello, Chad. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score was in attendance when the president visited Growth Energy member Poet in Menlo, Iowa. She says it was the right place to share the big news for America's drivers looking for low-cost fuel options. He announced his administration would lift restrictions on E15, a fuel with 15% ethanol, for the 2022 summer driving season. Doing so provides uninterrupted access to an affordable, lower-carbon fuel blend. The change is a major win for working families and our nation's energy security. It also means cleaner options at the pump and a stronger rural economy. Lifting restrictions on E15 will ensure continued access to a fuel that has been saving drivers as much as 50 to 60 cents a gallon in recent weeks. E15 is available at more than 2,600 gas stations across 31 states. And just about anyone can use it because E15 is approved for all light-duty cars and trucks model year 2001 and newer. That's more than 96% of the vehicles on the road today, and that accounts for 98 percent of all vehicle miles traveled. She says the most important part of the decision is giving relief at the nation's gas pumps. E15 offers relief at the pump at a time when we need it the most. In fact, even before the recent run-up in oil prices, it was estimated that nationwide access to E15 could save drivers 12.2 billion annually in fuel costs. We are very grateful to President Biden, Agricultural Secretary Vilsack, and all our lawmaker champions who have helped promote American biofuels as a solution to rise fuel prices. We know their support will continue to be critical as we look beyond the summer. President Biden's fix for E15 applies from June to September this year, but we need a permanent fix to protect access to E15 next summer and beyond. That's why we're already working with the White House and Congress to deliver some long-term certainty to drivers as well as ethanol producers and our farm suppliers. SCORE says recent talk centers around the idea that E15 could increase smog, which she says is completely wrong. The regulations here apply to 
something called reed vapor pressure, or RVP. It measures fuel volatility, or how easily a fuel will evaporate, especially in hotter months. But E15 has a lower, not a higher vapor pressure than the standard E10 blends we normally buy year-round. In fact, fuel volatility and evaporative emissions continue to decrease as more ethanol is added to an E10 mix. Biofuels like ethanol also reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 46% compared to regular gasoline. They're key to achieving the nation's climate goals. The issue is an obsolete regulation that doesn't reflect today's marketplace. As written, the current regulations restrict E15 in the summer, even though E15 has a lower volatility than E10. It's nonsensical, but it was written 30 years ago before E15 existed. That's why a permanent fix is so important. We can't let outdated regulations stand in the way of a clean energy future. Again, Emily Score is the CEO of Growth Energy. Chad Smith reporting. And now we turn it over to uh, Roger in the Agricultural Law and Taxation Report. Are you a farmer? From a tax standpoint, it depends. There are many unique definitional rules that must be satisfied to receive special tax treatment as a farmer. I'll be back in a moment to discuss. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kansas State University's Master of Agribusiness program blends online learning with face-to-face opportunities so you can gain the skills you need to make better business decisions on the farm or in the boardroom. Learn more at mab.ksu.edu. We'll get back to the report in just a moment, but I'm pleased to partner with R.D. Schrader at Schrader Real Estate and Auction Company. They've worked with farm and ranch families in 40 states because when you treat people in their property with respect, word gets around. Call 800-451-2709. You'll know it's the right call. Farmers have many favorable tax rules that can apply, but the definition of a farmer must be met. For purposes of determining gross income, a farmer is one engaged in raising live organisms for food or raw materials. Basically, you need to be cultivating, operating, or managing a farm for profit as an owner or tenant. For purposes of special inventory rules, accounting methods, and estimated tax, a farmer has been held to be someone engaged in oyster farming, the raising of bees, breeding and raising chinchillas, mink, foxes, and other fur-bearing animals. But if your main source of income is from providing ag services such as soil preparation, veterinary, farm labor, horticultural, or management on a fee or contract basis, you're not a farmer for tax purposes. Also, if you're a landlord under a cash lease, you're not a farmer. But if you pasture someone else's livestock and take care of the livestock for a fee, you are a farmer. For farm program eligibility purposes, you must be actively engaged in farming. The definition of a farmer differs depending on the code section. So are you a farmer? The answer is, it depends. This has been the Agricultural Law and Tax Report. I'm Roger McGowan. This is Ag Life. This is Corinne LaRue with California Ag Today. Thanks for joining us again for part two of my conversation with California Cattlemen Foundation's Noah Lopez with the Rancher Technical Assistance Program, who spoke with me at the San Luis Obispo County Cattlemen's Association April meeting. A lot of California ranchers are, are facing difficulty with the drought, lack of availability of feed, high high prices to supplement that. And so something we're, we're also trying to provide information on is drought assistance programs. The USDA's Farm Service Agency, FSA, has drought programs, but they can be complicated. So we're just here to also provide information and get people in touch with the right people to to get those drought and wildfire assistance programs started on their ranches. From the membership here in San Luis Obispo and from the membership of the California Cattlemen's Association, as well as non-members, just ranchers in the state who are are paying that that $1 to the California Cattle Council, uh, we've had a, a lot of good feedback. The program, I think, has been useful. We've been around for about a year now. And so I think a lot of people are, are seeing the value in it and hopefully we're getting the word out and more people are knowing that this program is available to them. If you have a question or an issue that you're trying to grapple with, give us a call or email us. The email address is rtap at wrstrat.com or you can just go to the California, the California Cattlemen's Foundation website. That's calcattlemanfoundation.org, I believe, and uh, you can find the contact information there. 
What does reinforced mean to grapes? It means forcing pests out with all-over protection from mealy bugs and nematodes to help vineyards grow their strongest. And that's exactly the kind of support grapes get from Movedo Insecticide. With its unique two-way movement that works up through the shoot and down to the roots, Movedo protects grapes from above and below ground pests to help improve root health and crop quality. So talk to your local retailer about Movento or visit us online at movento.us to learn more. Always read and follow label directions. The best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they're, well, farming. It's easy to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of their pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on listening to this station for the Ag Information Network of the West News. So reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what's important to their farm operation. Give us a call and we'll connect you with our local farming community. They trust us, so they'll trust you. For California Ag Today, I'm Corinne LaRue with the Agriculture Information Network. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. But I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car at work or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now, 1-800-575-9083. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS, and there is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today and call 1-800-575-9083. Once again, that's 1-800-575-9083. Or you can visit us online at tra.com. Have a leaking hydraulic hose or damaged adapter? Come visit Tico's Hose Fabrication Center in Fresno, the valley's largest selection of hydraulic hose, fittings, and adapters. Tico is a proud partner of Continental Industrial Fluid Solutions, giving us the edge you need when you're under pressure for hydraulic or industrial hoses and accessories. Give us a call at 855-403-HOSE or visit us at 4620 North Blythe Avenue in Fresno. The more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions and worries we have. CalHOPE can help with free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today. Chronic pain in the knees, achy shoulders, elbows that throb constantly. A lot of you listening right now, you've lived with this agony for so long, you can't even remember a day when you weren't in pain. Hey, it's Trevor Carey. Listen, the days of aches and pains can be over for you. I'm talking about new regenerative therapies and natural biologic treatments at peak physical medicine. They've had patients that could hardly get off the couch. Now they're golfing, hiking, playing with the kids, working their jobs and no pain. It's the life-changing, all-new regenerative therapies. They are allowing people with chronic joint pain to feel... normal again. And it all comes from the medical professionals at Peak Physical Medicine. Maybe you've tried the steroids. Maybe you're facing surgery. You're the perfect candidate for the biologic treatments from Peak Physical Medicine. It involves regenerative therapy and platelet-rich plasma. What that does, that alleviates the pain and actually helps your body to heal itself. You owe it to yourself to check out these pain relief options. Free consultation, 295-2410. Call Peak Physical Medicine today, 295-2410. That's 295-2410. Get the most cash for your Rolex watch at Valley Watch Firm, your number one Rolex resource in the Central Valley. We specialize in buying and selling vintage and pre-owned Rolex watches. Visit valleywatchfirm.com, the experts for all your Rolex needs. Valley Watch Firm, we won't waste your time. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Farm News on AgLife, sponsored by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news. A look at oil markets this morning. Patrick DeHaan with Gas Buddy says it's been a volatile month thanks to a host of international issues. He noted that oil prices have dropped to around $93 a barrel last week, only to rocket back up to $108 early this week. DeHaan says that while oil prices are moving higher, gasoline and diesel prices continue to decrease. He adds it may take a little bit of time for prices to move higher 
because of the lag, not only in the upside, but the downside and what we see at the local pump. There's a little bit more margin stations have right now because of how high prices go before they started to recede. And that gives stations uh, some time to slowly uh, push discounts to the retail level. And that's why uh, even though oil prices are up considerably from a week ago, there's still enough padding, so to speak, that stations don't have to send those higher prices along just yet. DeHaan pointed out that if oil prices continue to advance, the price you pay at the pump may eventually move higher when it comes to the question of pump prices into the future, especially with the warmer weather and summer months not too far down the road. DeHaan says it's very hard to predict what consumers may face. He says a host of headlines are causing the current volatility, making it difficult to see over just a couple of weeks. The European Union, for example, continues to mull over additional sanctions on Russia's oil and gas sector, which could boost prices significantly. Uh, But from what I uh, understand, sources have said that the EU uh, is waiting uh, to implement sanctions until after the French election. So there could be further price implications down the road. Patrick DeHaan with Gas Buddy joining us this morning. Well, friends, for several years, sorghum disappeared from a lot of farmers' crop rotation. Well, it's moving back. Chad Smith has more on that story for us this morning. Tanner Antonick, Central U.S. Account Manager with Advanta, says current conditions have farmers putting sorghum back into their rotations. This year, specifically, we can look at input costs as a reason growers are looking back towards it. One of the big issues, though, has always been that in-season grass and weed control. We just lacked a lot of options in sorghum that we have in other crops. Advanta and Alta Seeds have brought out iGrowth, the first commercially available herbicide-tolerant grain sorghum we can go either pre- or post-emerge. So this is allowing growers to once again put sorghum back into their farming rotation and utilize the efficiencies sorghum can offer them, especially in these market conditions. Specifically, when we look at the high plains, I'd really encourage growers to look at our G2168IG. This is a product that while the seed guide shows it 66 days to mid-bloom, we see it short enough when we get into the plains. It acts more as a medium early, which is the perfect maturity for that Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas panhandle market. He talks about some of the advantages sorghum has over other crops especially when it comes to expensive crop inputs. If you look at the drought monitors throughout the United States, whether it's in South Texas, all the way up through Nebraska and Kansas, we see we're in severe um, or extreme drought in almost all these areas. That's where sorghum can really play a role because we know that sorghum is so water efficient. When we look at it compared to corn, it takes about 60% of the water under irrigation to achieve the same yield goals. Let's look at the other input costs, fertilizer especially. And we've seen prices dramatically skyrocket this past year and sorghum is more efficient. We can see a pound and a quarter per bushel yield goal be our target nitrogen goal. And then when we look at the other inputs as well, those are also reduced. So growers are looking at how to add sorghum into that rotation. They once again combat that issue of how do I control those troublesome grasses and weeds? So that's where our parent company, UPL, and the companion herbicide, Emiflex, come into play. On a year where we know other herbicide options are very limited, Emiflex is a great alternative to go out there and we can use it in sorghum and drastically improve our grass and weed control. Antonix says interest in sorghum is growing in 2022. One of the really interesting things for me is we know here in the high plains, that's a sorghum-centric market. Sorghum's a part of that rotation. We see it every year. But when we brought out iGrowth and the companion herbicide Emiflex, we've been seeing new markets develop, whether that's in Missouri, up in the Northeast, all the way into parts of Nebraska that haven't been able to grow sorghum in years. New growers are reaching out inquiring, how can I make sorghum part of my rotation? And that's a direct result of the iGrowth system in conjunction with Emiflex. He also says herbicide tolerance is changing the forage sorghum market. Additionally, when we first launched iGrowth, it was just in five grain sorghum varieties. The exciting thing for 2022 is we're releasing our first forage sorghum option in our F8484IG. This is a single cut forage sorghum for silage that you can use in conjunction with our partner chemistry, Emiflex from UPL. If you're interested in learning more information, please go to our website, sorghumpotential.com. You can find all the relevant information to iGrowth and the companion herbicide there. Again, that's sorghumpotential.com. Chad Smith reporting. Some farm news this morning. You're listening to Ag Life. Grape growers, you can't eliminate bloom diseases like powdery mildew and botrytis, but you can outsmart them. The Luna family of fungicides from Bayer provides you with two well-proven, high-performing formulations. Both offer multiple built-in modes of action for effective resistance management, and their different composition offers rotational flexibility for an enhanced IPM program. So give your wine grapes the protection they need through the season and for years to come. Learn more at lunagrapegameplan.com. 
Always read and follow label instructions. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. Following a USDA report highlighting an increase in Brazilian beef imports, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association renewed its call to immediately suspend fresh beef imports from Brazil. NCBA has reportedly called for a thorough audit of Brazil's animal health and food safety system to ensure the safety of U.S. cattle. In the first three months of this year, Brazil has already shipped more than 50,000 metric tons of fresh beef to the U.S. The war in Ukraine is expected to expand wheat production in Argentina and Brazil. Agriculture and consumers economic experts from the University of Illinois say both nations are likely to increase wheat planting this season, which begins next month. The high price of wheat after a significant shock to agricultural commodity markets caused by the Russian invasion of Ukraine is an incentive for increased planting of wheat in both countries as well as the U.S. USDA Ag Research Service scientists are studying an underlying pattern of seasonal E. coli outbreaks linked to bagged romaine lettuce. Although rare, between 1998 and 2019, 36 outbreaks that traced back to lettuce were recorded by the CDC. One of the most significant findings of the study is that E. coli survived on average 5.6 times better in cold-stored packaged romaine harvested in the fall than on the same varieties harvested in late spring. First tattoo, huh? Yep. I wanted to read Tough on Aphids, Easy on Ladybugs. What's the story behind that? Well, on my farm, I use this powerful stuff from BASF called Safina Inscalis Insecticide. Sorry, it's going to sting. So, Safina Insecticide? It's strong on aphids and quickly limits plant damage, but gentle on ladybugs. Gentle on ladybugs? What can I say? I'm a ladybugs man. Be strong and gentle with Safina Insecticide. Ooh, always read and follow label directions. Plans to rebuild your herd? Well, Multimin 90 is a unique 4-in-1 injectable containing selenium, copper, zinc, and manganese. Studies show that it improves the trace mineral status of your cattle fast. The product is easy to administer, especially when you're already handling cattle and supplements for every animal treated to support breed back, health, and vaccine response. So, talk to your veterinarian or go ahead and visit MultiminUSA.com. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with today's Agribusiness Update. Inspired by Rush, the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Today at 9, Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. With summer on the way, we find our thoughts turning to... Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating. Sorry? Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating. They can upgrade our air conditioning to a super lean, energy efficient model, so we're ready for the summer heat. I see. That's right. You can get up to zero interest and no payments for 12 months with no monthly payments, same as cash. Well, that's good. And with energy bills going up, Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating can help us save money. They have great payment options, and they know all about getting exclusive energy rebates. Plus, they've got 40 years of experience. I was going to say, we find our thoughts turning to love, but... I can see what you mean with Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating. Darling, of course we'll be thinking about love just in a much more comfortable environment. Now's the right time to upgrade your system before the hot days come to the valley with Lee's Air Plumbing and Heating. Call now, 559-785-1212. That's 559-785-1212. CLN 635355. When it absolutely, positively has to be there. Eh, whenever we can get it there. You don't need that. You need Right Now Couriers. If you're a local business shipping anywhere in the Central Valley, I'm talking Bakersfield to Modesto, using a big-name shipper, you're paying too much, and I bet you got delays. They got vehicles that can handle small packages to large freight. Call 559-222-7202. 222-7202. Or go to thequickest.com. Tell them Trevor Carey sent you. From the host of the hit true crime podcasts, Dr. Death and Bad Batch, comes a brand new, unbelievable story. Sympathy Pains investigates the shocking tale of one woman, a former nurse, who spent nearly 20 years faking illnesses and tragedies until her victims confronted her on national television. Sarah Delashmit told people she had leukemia or muscular dystrophy, even Ebola. She knew enough to be convincing, but it was all a lie. Listen to Sympathy Pains on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400.
Bob Quinn here to wrap up Ag Life for today. Well, farmers need to make most of every input dollar this season. Michael Clements has a story for us. In this year of extremes, efficiency will be king, predicts Greg Peters, an LG Seeds agronomist in western Iowa. He shares tips for making the most of every input dollar spent this season. This year with the high crop prices and more importantly the high input prices, I think it's going to be very important that we maximize our return on investment and that's going to be mainly achieved by getting the highest yields that we can out of the fields. I think the biggest thing we're trying to identify is what the state of fertility is. In our high fertility areas, those are lowest return on our investment. As you look at your fertilizer dollar that goes in, and your low fertility is going to give you your biggest payback. This year especially, farmers want to apply only as much fertilizer as necessary. Peter says soil sampling can help pinpoint needs. Soil sampling is very important. It really gives us the idea of what's occurring in that field. This season, there's actually two other tests that we can utilize. It's the late spring nitrate test we can use to actually help us as we're spoon feeding nitrogen to the crop. It helps us uh, see what's actually been mineralized. And then there's also tissue sampling that we can do. It can be used for in-season nitrogen needs, but also more micronutrient needs. If farmers have addressed major issues with the soil as far as P and K, Peters says the thing that's going to have the most influence on yield is going to be nitrogen. Nitrogen does have the most influence on the crop. I think it's important that we actually focus on the needs of the plant. Its critical stages are in that V5 to the tassel stage. And actually what it's doing is accumulating nitrogen in that time period and actually takes it into the reproductive stage. So we're highly recommending spoon feeding where we can. It's what we're doing is is trying to eliminate as much of the environmental influences on the availability of nitrogen. And the other thing is that if we get into situations where if we're in extreme drought or we lose a crop because of severe weather or something like that, we can lower our input needs into that field. Nitrogen availability could be as much or more of an issue than price for some producers this growing season. There's two types of availability that we have to be concerned about, whether the actual source is available to the producer and if it's available within the soil to the plant. We've seen a lot of producers this season that have had to work with different suppliers and different sources. A lot of guys were planting on ammonia but had to move into liquid or dry. And one of the things that we've seen this season is that the prices have been volatile. I think the biggest thing is is keeping your uh, options open as we look for this next season. The other thing is that we need to look at population. A lot of guys are looking at reducing populations because of lowering their nitrogen needs. And the main thing that we don't know is, is actually how much is mineralized out of the soils. Learn more online at lgseeds.com. Michael Clements reporting. With that, friends, we're out of time for today. Thanks for joining us. Back Monday morning with another edition of Ag Life. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.